0: A bit of a concern going on with uh, Hamilton Transit, with the story that uh, we have heard yesterday. The union says that uh, two HSR employees have been what they consider to be wrongfully terminated due to organ transplant complications. Uh, it's a rather complex story, and uh, we want to bring Eric Tuck into the conversation. Eric, of course, is the president of the Amalgamated Transit Union, Local 107, and uh, well, give us some clarity on what's happening here. Eric, thank you so much for the time. Great to have you back on the program today.
1: Good morning, Bill. It's a pleasure, as always.
0: What happens here? What's going on, Eric?
1: Yeah, so, so Bill, uh, the problem we're having is we've had the the city of Hamilton has uh, callously and wrongfully terminated two long-service Hamilton Street Railway employees. Uh, And uh, their termination, in my opinion, is directly related to the COVID-19. These two individuals, one of them has had a transplant. Uh, He has 31 years of service with the city of Hamilton. Uh, about five years ago, he, he uh, was diagnosed with NOSH, uh, which is an aggressive form of fatty liver disease, uh, which is non-alcohol causes non-alcoholic cirrhosis. Uh, this uh, individual had an impeccable work record prior to going off sick five years ago. Uh, he had to wait a couple of years for a transplant, received his transplant, uh, had a prolonged uh, recovery period. As you know, this is a very serious surgery. Uh, and uh, he has now recovered, uh, for the most part, from the transplant. He was uh, ready to come back to work just before the pandemic hit. Uh, His specialist said, you know, I have concerns returning you to work with this pandemic coming uh, and he suggested maybe a hold-off because of, of COVID. Uh, as you know, anybody undergoing a, a kidney transplant or any kind of organ transplant, they do have to take the anti-rejection drugs. Uh, mm-hmm. And with the serious virus out there that's killing people, uh, he, he was advised to maybe hold off a little bit. Uh, just as he, he was told that by a specialist, the pandemic did hit, uh, and the city of Hamilton sent him a notice terminating his employment. Uh, citing frustration of contract
0: and I know that we're getting into legalities here in legal terms that some folks may not have a full understanding of you have to read these things over a couple of times to try to make sense out of it uh... the uh... the quote and I'll just be part of it here I know you're aware of this Eric but for our listeners uh... by the very nature of someone being on LTD uh, that precludes them from doing any kind of work nor can they participate in any work accommodations while on LTD as they are deemed through the long-term disability process not to be able to work at all from a health perspective that's according to a spokesperson uh... for the city and for the transit system uh, uh, but from what you're telling me, both of these gentlemen had the expectation of going back to work. They, we're not saying we can't work anymore.
1: Absolutely correct. So we have one who, one individual who uh, has had his transplant. The other one uh, has is waiting for his transplant. Unfortunately, uh, as you know, a lot of surgeries have been backlogged as a result of COVID. Um, uh-huh. he, he has been told that he's on the list he's ready to go Uh, he could go at any day but unfortunately there is a backlog as a result of covid uh the the term frustration of contract is a a legal term it's a labor term but there's two tests that have to be applied to these cases one is that the person has to be in off for quite some time Uh, the second is the medical and whether or not they are likely to return to work In these cases, both these cases, one person has had his transplant has been cleared. And in fact, after he was terminated, we filed the grievance. Uh, We went to a step two grievance meeting. I explained to the uh, labor relations officer and provided him with a note from the specialist that said this person can return. However, we have concerns about the, the, the uh, pandemic and the virus. Uh, and he said, I would, you know, basically suggested that it's a gradual return to work, which is not uncommon for anybody who's been off work for some time, gone through a major medical procedure, uh, graduated return to work with limited contact with the public at this time. This individual was such an outstanding employee that they actually put him in a uh, a position which we call the acting inspector's position. Excellent work record. They put him in the acting inspector's position, which has very limited contact with the public. It would have been an ideal position for an accommodation for this employee. Uh what this comes down to is a bad decision by the city to terminate two good employees. Uh, you know, and as a union we always fight for our good employees. Um and, and I should highlight the labor uh The labor relations officer that made this decision is the same labor relations officer that, as you recall, uh, several years ago, CUPE had 31 employees fired uh, in the asphalt scandal. Yeah, from Public Uh, Works, yeah. Yes. They all got their jobs back.
0: Let me, yep, let me ask you about this, Eric, because I, I know that you can go to arbitration on this one, and we already know that that's backlogged, too, right across the province, and that's going to take a long time. So the option, that, I, as I understand it, that you're looking for right now is, is, is you want to go to city council and ask them to review this situation. Is that right?
1: Yes. This is a situation that could cost the taxpayers hundreds of thousands of dollars, just like the one with CUPE. Uh, and I believe, as taxpayers, we have a right to have our, our, our tax dollars protected. Why are we wasting this kind of money uh, on an arbitration case which is morally, ethically, and legally wrong? Uh, I think it's bad decision-making by the Labor Relations Department, and I I truly think if, if somebody should be terminated, maybe it's the person who made these decisions. They're making these decisions that are costing taxpayers hundreds of thousands of dollars every year.
0: Well, uh, uh, the reason that jumped out at me when I heard this, and I heard uh, C.H.M.S. Lisa Polesky reporting on this yesterday, uh, Eric, and we wanted to get you on the program today because I was always under the impression—I'm just trying to follow the, the press releases here from the federal and provincial governments, especially—and uh, I thought that uh, nobody could lose their job if they were ill because of COVID, or uh, if they had a pre-existing condition, which, by the way, a transplant I think would qualify as, uh, and they shouldn't lose their job. So somebody's got some explaining to do here, and I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see what if anything city council is going to do about this so we are certainly going to follow up uh, this uh, in the days and weeks ahead as uh, as you move forward on this but uh let's stay in touch with this now and thanks so much for taking some time for us today
1: absolutely bill as always it's a pleasure and i'm more than happy to come back anytime and talk transit as you know
0: oh you can bet we'll talk again about this thanks eric Thanks, Eric Chuck, uh, president of the Amalgamated Transit Union, uh, Local 107 here in the Hamilton area, uh, standing up for two employees that uh, he feels and many people in the union are feeling uh, were wrongfully dismissed because of, uh, well, their, their transplants. We'll let you know what happens with that one. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.